was nothing I could do Nothing I could do Hello and welcome to This Is Something I Can Do, Overcoming PTSD and Trauma with Aromatherapy. I'm your host, Amanda May Fitzgerald. In these unprecedented times, we all desire to make a difference with the division, violence, climate change, and sustainable energy issues. We all know the time for planning has passed. It's time for action, but it is difficult for our voices to be heard. I'm a trauma survivor with PTSD, and my flight, fight, or freeze response is triggered in almost every waking moment in these times. I am learning to overcome my triggers by facing my traumas and putting them in their rightful place. I know many others who are doing the same. We can make a difference in our lives and the world. I'm a professional aromatherapist, and through my work, I have found purpose and the tools I need to help myself and others. This podcast will shed light on the effects of trauma and what my guests and I are doing to overcome ours while helping others in the process. Please join us on this journey as we find others using their voice to help trauma survivors too. I'm your host, Amanda May Fitzgerald, and this is something I can do. I still sit here with it all. A loving hug. Hi. Hi. How are you doing today, Zeke? I'm doing very well, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for being on Something I Can Do With Me today. It's my pleasure. I would like to introduce you to our listeners. This is Zeke Corley of yourinsuranceplace.com. How would you describe yourinsuranceplace.com? Yourinsuranceplace.com is our brand, right? So um, we actually have two agencies under that umbrella, uh, Bill Corley Insurance Agency and Network One Insurance. Um, Bill Corley is my father. And, um, we just put together, uh, you know, you, you, sometimes you get lucky, right? You find a good website name and it just works, right? So your insurance is our place for our clients to go and access both of the agencies on all of our agents. Okay. So it's like the umbrella of the two different, um, insurance agencies. That's correct. Great. And you are starting your own podcast this fall. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. It's um, same business, different day podcast. And we are really just kind of looking into, you know, business owners everywhere and trying to dig into what makes them and, you know, what took them from where they are to starting their own business. Um, and I think it's going to be a very inspirational podcast to aspiring entrepreneurs. So I want to talk a little bit about your father's business first, Mm -hmm. your business, but, um, it started back in 1977 with your father. Um, what was it like growing up with him having his own business? What, what did that feel like for you? as a kid? Well, you know, family business is, is odd, right? I mean, because you have, you know, most people have a a family dynamic where there's, you know, some separation there, the parents go off to work or whatever, but there were plenty of times when, you know, the office would be the home office. So, you know, we spent many years, you know, going to the garage just to ask, you know, my parents, my mom works with him as well, or worked with him as well back then as well. And he would, uh, you know, you go in and ask, can we eat this? Can we do that or whatever, you know, just going into the garage. So, um, business 
the insurance business has always been around us, you know? So even when they have the separate office, as I became a teenager, I would go in there and get flyers and, you know, take them around to other businesses to, you know, publicize ourselves and help bring more business in. So, um, I was just always around it. Um, could, you know, I'd say, you know, it could be a little stressful, right? Because they say, you know, a lot of people say don't bring work home, but that's exactly what we were doing. You know, that pretty much 24 uh, seven, I'd hear my parents talking about the business, what happened today, what client needs to be dealt with tomorrow. And, um, you know, as I got into it, that was kind of my, uh, you know, situation as well. That said, you know, I, it got a little stressful, you know, when I was a part of the business because, you know, day and night, uh, that's what I'd be talking to my father about. And, you know, you couldn't, couldn't escape it really. Right. So it was really just a hundred percent a part of your life, even from the time you were very little all the way into your teen years, you then started helping your father with the business doing different right. things. And now what is your position in the business now? I'm a principal and a, and, uh, a broker. So uh, I actually have my license and I have for what it's been 17 years now since I've been a broker um, with our agencies. And um, so I, you know, marketing and sales and everything that's involved with uh, making sure we're bringing in a new client and satisfying our current clients. How with your podcast, you really want to encourage other people who maybe are on the brink of deciding whether they want to go into entrepreneurship or, or whether they want to stay in the status quo, what would you say to those who are considering running their own business? You know, I'd, I'd say that most people consider starting their own business, right? Um, that may not be the path for them. I know. Yeah. For, I, I, I can't really speak to that because I mean, yes, I ha always have, but I think I have an entrepreneur bone in, in, in me. I don't know that the, the entrepreneur I've always dreamed of having my own business, but my father owned his own business. Um, Great. my, my, uh, family members are, are also entrepreneurs. My mother was growing up. So that's awesome. That's, that's great. And that's not everybody's experience, right? You know, some folks, um, they grew up in a family where every, they've all worked for someone else and it could be good jobs. You know, they could work for a law firm, they could work for, you know, stock, you know, stocks markets. But what, what we do or what, you know, my process, my thought process when it comes to that is really, um, that I think everybody's kind of got that bone in their body. Um, and they may not be encouraged, you know, um, and we're looking to encourage those folks. I mean, you know, kind of when you're growing up, it's like, what do you want to do when you grow up? You know, I want to be a firefighter or a teacher. And those are all very noble professions. And I don't, you know, I'm not downplaying any other professions. I think they're all necessary and important. But what I um, just want to do is just inspire those folks who have an idea, have, a, you know, they really have maybe even a plan of how they could put up either it's a brick and mortar business or some other type of business that 
they just may get discouraged from. They go through school and then they just walk away from those plans and say, you know what, I'll just go into this field um, again, which could be a great field, but they kind of break away from really digging in and, um, you know, going for it, you know. And I, I just believe that uh, folks who have that in them should at least try to go for it. You can even work for a business and still start your own. Um, they're there are many options, but at the end of the day, I just want them to see all business owners as being just like them. There wasn't something more special about this other business owner who's had this place here for 50 years than there is about, you know. Absolutely. We all have something that we can give back to society mm -hmm. and we all have our own individual strengths that a business could really amplify if somebody felt the courage to give it a try. Sure. And I mean, you know, there are perks to it, right? But at the end of the day, what we um, would like to do is uh, just interview as many business owners as possible and um, really just find out about their path, you know, what they want to do when they grew up, you know, and, and it may not be the same thing, but what you, what you will see though is the steps that they went through in order to get to where they are. And then, you know, we'll talk about the journey and the difficulties, what it took to continue to maintain this business throughout the years. I mean, you know, think about the challenges that they may have right now with the COVID-19 and, and everything that's involved there and how the economy is doing, you know, uh, imagine the struggles. There are a lot of folks that lost their businesses over the past few months. How did you, how could you plan for that, you know, ahead of time, you know, um, of course, we write insurance, so it's important to have insurance in place for some of the catastrophes that are around. So we do understand that I have a, a, a mind for dealing with those kind of some of those scenarios, but you can't plan for everything. But, you know, you grit through and, um, you know, some of these folks will continue to be successful and, and stay around. Um, there, there's so many factors in starting yeah. a business, right? There's the location there, you know, what the industry is, there's, um, you know, what kind of hours and dedication will it take that you have to put into each and every day. But, um, and then, you know, who do you hire? You know, who can you trust? There's, right. there's just so many factors and well, right our podcast, now, we kind of want to discuss it all. Yeah, especially during COVID-19, a lot of people have lost their businesses, but there's also, um, a brand new marketplace almost mm -hmm. that it, I, sure. I see emerging. The emphasis has been put, I think, during these times on one, uh, really taking advantage of our technology. You and I right now, we're in the same building. <laughs> right, right, right. But right. it's COVID-19 and, and the podcast room at the Film Hub um, is not the ideal place to be sitting face to face in. So I'm able to right. talk to you in your office while I'm mm -hmm. sitting here in the podcast room. And um right. So that, I mean, just with Zoom alone and FaceTime and Facebook uh, Live and all these different options that we have, uh, Google Meet, we are able to continue through this time. And there's so many options there for people. But I, what I want to talk to you about, uh, you know, my podcast is about trauma. I want to see how or what your perspective is in these times as well with the issue of race and people of color mm -hmm. and how they're being targeted and the systems that are in place that are holding 
people of color back. What has your experience been with trauma growing up as a man of color? You know, that's, you know, that's a tough one. That's a deep one. There's, there's so many answers to that, right? And then there's so many systems that you're fighting against, you know, with each and every step, you know, um, whether it just be the relationships of, you know, who can I talk to, who is it all right to speak to, who, you know, will be so upset that I was even in their presence or even in their dining room or area or wherever, right? So you, you've, uh, you know, and then the, again, we're talking, let's talk business owners. you got those folks who may say, you know, you're not welcome here, you know. But that would be more, you know, overt, right, more blatant. Um, but at the same time, you know, there are folks who are descendants of um, being oppressors, right? And then there are we who are the descendants of the oppressed. And with that in mind, uh, we know that from birth, uh, there are these steps that you have to take because you understand what your grandparents, your great grandparents, you know, went through. So you've got um, to one, know your heritage, know what you believe in. So it's not taken away from you. Um, but then you also have to have enough pride, but also have enough of ability to walk the line, uh, so that you can continue on and be better than the generation, be stronger or be, uh, more successful than the generation before you. Um, we're all trying to progress and we're all trying to be equal, um, uh, you know, as the oppressed, you know, we, we want to be in the same position and, and be looked at just like the others, as just like anyone be. else. Yeah. So that's the, um, but with that, you know, how hard do you push and who do you push? Who can help you? Um, who can you trust, you know? So, um, you know, a lot of this is kind of ingrained in us. Um, and so I do believe that, you know, the PTSD that you're talking about uh, can, can start uh, from, you know, your first words, you know, um, you can, it can really be ingrained in you um, fear. Yeah. When you walk around and, with fear from the time of a small child, when you carry that with you, the traumas sure. of the past. Sure. It, you know, it, even as a, you know, a, a distant example, I mean, they, I don't know if you like animals, but, you know, people walk their dog. If they're, if they show any fear as they're taking their dog around, then the dog tenses up as well. And the dog is ready to bark at folks. So without even saying anything, they're just, that dog can sense that, right? So imagine walking with your mother or imagine being pushed in a stroller with your mother and the mother has some fear because of her experiences now. So now you are taking those on as well. So we take those on from generation to generation, but we also um, are, again, trying to progress. And so with that progression that we're looking for, we, um, you know, we, want to slowly walk that line forward and, and just get into a better place for our children after us. What would you say to people of color that would like to start their own business, but don't know how, don't know where to start? Well, or that you know, fear is keeping them from doing. 
Yeah. And, and that, you know, that exists. And so that's why we want to, that's what the podcast is all about bringing in, um, folks that have, have that experience. They've been there, they've been through it. Um, so it's not all just people of color, obviously that we're interviewing, but you know, there's a fear and a trepidation for us all when it goes into, you know, writing this check or asking for this loan, but you've got to learn your resources. And, um, that's all that I would say, you know, you study, you study, uh, how do you, you know, get finance, how to be successful, where, what are your demographics? Who are you looking to, to work with? Who are you looking to target, uh, in your business? And then, um, you know, what's it going to take to maintain? What's it going to take to continue to be successful? How do you deal with those who may try to, you know, push you out? Um, you know, you, you just got to learn your resource and then you learn your competition as well. There, there's so much that goes into each and every uh, business plan. But if you have a plan, you can't succeed and there shouldn't be the color of your skin that should say that you, you're not going to be good in business. Agreed. Have you on on that note with resources? I'm I'm recently reading a book called Profit First. Have you heard of that book? No, I haven't. It's by Mike Kalowitz. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm just getting going on it and I'm looking forward to really diving into it, but it has an it it's a new way of looking at how you manage your finances as a business. And it, it's okay. really interesting, so I would encourage you to check it out. I'm going to give it a try and I'll I'll let you know how it goes, but I just thought I'd bring that up. Are there any resources off the top of your head that you would um like to steer people towards? No, honestly, that's what the guests are for. You know, um, I want to bring that out of them and share those, you know, experiences with the world. Everybody's got a different way that they either became successful. I mean, you could, could the business could have just got passed down to you from generation to generation, but, or it could have just been an idea that you just said, I'm going to take my credit cards and go for it. Um, it could have been, uh, you know, a new wave, right? Uh, like all of these apps that these folks develop and next thing you know, they're selling them for millions of dollars. Um, you just had a great idea. You jumped in and you jumped in right on time. So good timing. You know, you never know, but each experience, although each experience is different, every story is valuable, right? Because we take that information and then now we can, implement it into what we are thinking about doing going forward. So I um, am really excited about the potential interviews that I'm going to do. I have a, a radio background. So, nice. you know, getting information from folks is kind of what I really like to do. And I'm so looking forward to doing these interviews, pulling this information for the world to hear. So I think that those will just be, you know, mini books, <laughs> you know, Great. That's awesome. Um, I look forward to hearing your podcast and, and seeing what else you have for us. Um, I appreciate you being here with me today, being a part of my podcast. And Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's always good to talk to people, you know, especially like-minded people and people who are trying to do good, right? And um, I'm, I was happy to do it. I was excited about it. We've been talking about it for a few weeks. And, you know, like you said, that's a podcast studio that I plan to use as well. So um, I'm glad that we were able to do it. 
it's a great studio. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad we're, we're here at the film hub together. Um, right. and, and maybe we'll do another podcast here shortly. Awesome. Thank you, Zeke. I really appreciate you being here. You got it. Thank you. Here is something you can do. Something you can do. This is something you can do. Something you can do. Here is something I can do. Something I can do. This is something I can do. Something I can do.